Welcome to the Genealogy Happy Hour, a place where new family historians can learn to document their family histories and celebrate their new discoveries. I'm Amy. And I'm Penny. And we're here to help you discover your family tree from the beginning. Welcome to episode 28. Today, Penny and I are going to talk about preparing for and executing a successful research trip, on-site research trip, because Penny and I are planning one in April. That's right. So, but first, we need to talk about another type of research trip that Penny just took related to wine. (laughs) Yeah, this was a really good research trip. I went to California. Um, with my husband and my parents just for a, a quick trip out there, a little vacation. And we were in San Luis Obispo and did um, some wine tasting in Paso Robles. And um, ended up with some really good ones. But the one we're going to talk about today is Stasis Chardonnay. It's a 2015 and Amy and I like rosé a lot for the summer, and it, here we're in Florida, and it's already getting hot again, and rosés are really nice for the hot weather. And this one, this Chardonnay is very creamy and very citrusy, mm-hmm. so it's also pretty light and, and crisp and good for this hot weather that's going to be hitting us, and I understand it's going to be hotter than normal this year. It is. But you also oh. found a red wine while you were out there, too. Oh, my gosh. We don't talk about red wine too much because Penny doesn't <laughs> like red. She hasn't found a red that she likes yet. But you did find But I did. Yeah. I did. It had a nice price tag, though, didn't it? It was amazing. It had a really nice price tag. <laughs> <laughs> nice for the winery, the price tag was, not for me. But um, I did buy some because mm-hmm. it was just so... I mean, you know, when you talk about Chardonnays, they're creamy and buttery, mm-hmm. and I would say... This red, it mm-hmm. was a it was a cab, and it was mm-hmm. very creamy. Mm-hmm. It was so good. But you haven't let me taste it yet. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's okay. Sorry. It's okay. I couldn't afford too many bottles. <laughs> right. You didn't bring one home for me, did you? And it is a it is an Armour Fati, same uh, same wine, winery, uh, winery mm-hmm. the Tooth and Nail yeah. Winery in Paso Robles, mm-hmm. and that is um, their Cabernet, um, which was. Or one of their Cabernets. It was just the probably the higher-end Cabernet. So I've decided that I am now a high-end wine person. Shocking. <laughs> That's what it's turning out to be. There we go. All right. <laughs> so we'll bring, we'll bring some good wines with us on our trip to Ohio, which is where our research trip is going right. to be. We're going to hit up about five or six different counties on a whirlwind research trip. We both have Ohio um, ancestry. Mm-hmm. Mine just kind of passed through, going from New York to New Jersey. Mm-hmm. They were on their way to Michigan and, and, or Indiana, and uh, but they spent, you know, maybe I don't know, 20, 30 years in Ohio. So that's kind of where I'm, I'm going to be focused um, and sort of to the um, central eastern part of the mm-hmm. state. Mm-hmm. Um, Medina, um, Stark, and... Um, um, Tuscarora, Tuscarora, and um, um, Carroll County. Yeah, gosh, that's it. Pull out. And where are you going? And then oh, I'm going with you. But right. <laughs> where are we going? Yeah, we're not separating. <laughs> so we'll go hit your people up first, uh-huh. and then we're going to go across to the other side of the state to mm-hmm. the northwestern area mm-hmm. and hit up Hancock and Wood County and Wyandotte. Right. 
Right, yeah. right. So the the cool thing about this research trip is that we have two of us. So, you know, it's not just one person, me, looking for my ancestors, but I'm going to have someone who's a very skilled researcher also helping. So I think we can get a lot of ground covered in the few days that we're going to be there. I appreciate you saying very skilled. Well, we'll see. Absolutely. <laughs> So it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, I've done other it trips. It will be a lot of fun. Like, I've done, done a trip with my sister-in-law a couple of times and mm-hmm. her um, her cousin, and we've gone to do done some research in Kentucky. And mm-hmm. it's great because, I mean, they're not as skilled as you. So it would, it's more like, okay, great, let's hit this and this, and you look for this, and you look for this, and I look for this, and you, we get it covered. Right. You, know, you can get a courthouse covered pretty quickly when you yeah. have more feet on the ground. So yeah. I'm excited about it. But we need to talk about how to prepare what we need to do before we go. Right. And then how we're going to initiate the search and then what we do with that information when we find it. Right. So. And this would be good for even if you're not doing a major out-of-state trip, but you're just going a couple counties away and Absolutely. doing research, you still need to be very prepared. You don't want to just show up there and go, yeah, yeah. I had somebody born here. Or, you know, obviously you know who you're looking for, yeah. but... And not have um, not have your dates and exactly the documents you right. want. Well, and the first thing you need to know is... What are the hours of the courthouse? Is the courthouse closed or is the repository, the library, or the archives in that community, what are their hours? Right. Or if there's a specialty or repository, what are their hours? So that's the most important thing to find and out And we can use our example that we just discovered <laughs> right. laying out our week. We were going to start in Columbus and hit the History Center. Mm-hmm. And then we thought, let's check it out first. And, of course, they're not even open on the day we plan on arriving. Exactly. So we're re- so having to re- work our schedule rework. so that we can hit it on a day that it's open. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then look to see if they have late hours, those types of things, because you might want to go there on that day. Right. So, of course, so let's, the first thing you need to do is do your online research, right? As much as you can. Right. Yes. Everything you can find online. Right. Because do you don't first. want to waste your time looking for something that you could have found from the comfort of your home. Right. You know, time and money. So, um, and then, of course, the schedule. But what do we need to pack? What do we need to take with us? Um, very little because we're flying. <laughs> <laughs> So, so close. <laughs> and wine. And wine. And wine. I do have shippers, so we can take wine. Oh, they probably do have wine in Ohio. That's true. That's true. That's another research that we need but to then, do. We need to research take, where to get the wine. That would take time to stop and shop for wine. That's if true. just take it on the plane with us. That's true. Bubble wrap does work well. Right. Okay. Aside from that, though. Right. What kind of... Well, hopefully, um, we will have filled out some sort of log or, uh, you know, written down plans of exactly what we're going to look for. So you bring your research logs with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Make sure you have your, um, so you need to have your laptop, your, your smartphone and your tablet with you Mm -hmm. and all Mm -hmm. your chargers. Mm -hmm. Um, because you're going to be able to make photographs if possible. But there are many times when you get to the courthouse where they say you cannot take any electronics in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're like, well, how am I going to take photographs? And they're like, that's because we want you to pay a dollar a copy. Right. You know, it's, it's a moneymaker for them. So, so have some money. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So make sure you have cash mm-hmm. and make sure you have copies of the records that you're looking for, your family group sheets or the, the information that you already know on that person, make sure you're always carrying a hard copy of that just in case. You know, I mean, I have everything on Dropbox, mm-hmm. but um, that I can pull up if I have Wi-Fi access, because sometimes you don't have Wi-Fi access in these places too. That's true. 
Um, and if you can't get to your um, iPad or tablet with that information on it, make sure you always, I always take a backup. And I would say, too, on your tablet, your iPad, your phone, um, uh, there's um, some good scanning apps out there. There are, yes. That are probably mm-hmm. better than just taking a photo. Or if yes. you have a flip pal, mm-hmm. bring your flip pal if mm-hmm. they allow you to use do the photo things. Mm-hmm. That's always a good one to have with you. Yeah. Yeah, that's just good. Point. So yeah, so you apps. have like this yeah. whole bag of just electronic stuff. Exactly. <laughs> right. But always have a notebook too, because I feel like mm-hmm. I mean I'm more of a I've just got to write things down mm-hmm. um, rather than type them into the computer. Yep. I like to have a paper copy still. Right. So make sure you take pencils. No mm-hmm. pens. We don't like pens. Um, archivists hate pens because you could accidentally mark up mm-hmm. some of their documents. Mm-hmm. So always have pencils ready. Um, have your notebooks, like mm-hmm. you said, cash. And a thumb drive. I always carry a thumb drive with me, too. Because Excellent. if you do see something yeah. um, in microfilm, instead of making that really grainy, nasty copy, you right. could just maybe download it to um, a lot of places now have a, digi- a digitizer that you can just download. So I always take a thumb drive with me as right. well. Um, we talked about the hard copies of all your research mm-hmm. um, because you may not be able to bring electronics in. Um, also the same thing with maps to cemeteries. If you're planning to go to cemeteries, I just, um, was in Fort Wayne, Indiana back in October and I was there for business, but I decided to take a day just to, um, hit all of the cemeteries where all of my ancestors, um, are buried because I had, I didn't have digitized copies of the, um, the memorials and the, um, cemetery markers. So, I hit like eight cemeteries that day, one day, in two different counties, in, in Allen County and in Whitley County. But I realized when I, because I had packed for business, mm-hmm. I had none of my going to the cemetery tools, <laughs> research tools. Right. So I had to go to a dollar store first, and I picked up some bottles of water to clean off a tombstone. Sometimes if you pour water on the tombstone, mm-hmm. those... Um, the inscription will pop a little bit better when you're taking right. photos. Um, I t- bought like a little um, spatula, like a Teflon spatula, so I could dig dirt off and stuff. Yeah, exactly. If I need to dig out, which I actually did need to end up digging out some things. Uh-huh. Um, I bought some, you know, hand wipes and um, just little things like that. So, you know, it cost me five bucks. Yeah. I didn't have to pack it and just kind of tossed it when I was done. But, um, so those types of things, but I also, the, oh, the point was, sorry, what was my point? point? My point was <laughs> I also printed a Google map of how to get the directions on how mm. to get to each cemetery. Because what I found out was I would get into this rural area and all of a sudden I had no GPS. Uh-huh. I, my cell service was gone. That is a struggle. So yes, then all of a sudden yes. I was like, uh oh, but so at least I had something that I could go on. Right. And and being prepared will save you a lot of time, you know, because if you didn't have those maps printed, you would have been wasting a lot of time trying to come up with the map, print them off somewhere. Or find somebody to give me directions. Right. And now which cemetery am I looking for? That that type of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, So it just, I know it seems like you're carrying paper in in this electronic age. It doesn't make sense, but. But it can if you you have no connection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we talked about doing all the online work first. Um, so while we're on the trip, so we were all prepared, we're, we're on there, we landed, we're ready to go. And we hit the first, um, we hit the first repository that we're going to be working in, which is probably going to be a courthouse or, Mm -hmm. uh, something like that. Well, I think we need to, sometimes you need to limit yourself 
because if you could, if you're going to like a county that like three of your lines came from mm-hmm. and they all live there, going through all those three lines Can't is impossible, it. right? Right. So go with a question in mind, or I'm just going to work on this family line, and that works right into our question a week or question a month. So, I mean, I forgot. Right. See, so look at that. How about that? <laughs> You can see Amy is really not working on her question a week or month. <laughs> she will be for April. So. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently I will be. Hang on, let me write that down. Question a week. Okay. Yeah. So we kind of, we kind of, I've focused on two people, just mm-hmm. two people, right. one for each of the counties that I've gone mm-hmm. to and one specific question yeah. I want to answer about mm-hmm. them. Right. And that's all I'm looking yes. for. Yes. Same thing with me. I've mm-hmm. got these two family lines that I'm working on, one in each different county, and that's all that I'm uh, I'm going to be doing. So right. um, I, I know it is so tempting to just, oh my gosh, I recognize that name and that name and that name, and then you just get completely overwhelmed and you waste you, you end up wasting right. time. Right. I think what you can do is have um, uh, other questions that you want answered in mm-hmm. that. Just because say if you walk in and you are so lucky that the very first thing you look at, you get your question answered. Now mm-hmm. you've planned on spending the whole day in that county. That's true. Now right. you could answer some yes. other questions. Yep. So maybe have some other yep. things prepared. That's not your focus, but you can mm-hmm. do that as long as you're there and you have the time. You have your, if there's time, if time permits, then I will look for this, this, and this and yeah. prioritize and prioritize those. Right. And hopefully, what you're going, you're going to have a really good research log, all ready to go. Yeah. And part of that research log is recording what records are available in what repository. That way, if later on you do say, "Oh my gosh, I need this marriage record now," and it was in that county, I can just write them and ask them for it because you know that they have the right. records, that record set there. Because oftentimes. The record may not exist because they don't have that record set, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. especially we're talking about marriages or especially births and deaths. They might have a few years period where they have deaths mm-hmm. and then nothing. And then they have more deaths and then nothing. So you need to know what years those are and you record those while you're in the courthouse right. or while you're at the library or, or wherever you're going. So make sure that you always write down the book and page. Um, if you're getting documents from a, um, the courthouse, you know, the marriage was recorded in either a deed book or a marriage book. What page is it on? If you're looking at film, record those film numbers mm-hmm. because again, you can refer back to them and make, um, the, uh, the staff very happy. If you go back home and realize that you need another, another document or later on research shows there's another document there. You can just tell them it should be on film. So-and-so. Yeah. And I will say too, when you get your, um, research log all done and you've got it written up and this is a hard copy, Take a picture of that and file it digitally somewhere because mm-hmm. you could lose that hard copy or mm-hmm. like me, I file it somewhere safe or mm-hmm. in a file that, and then I can't find it later because I can't remember what I filed it under. But, um, if you have a digital copy of it as well, you know, it's yeah. kind of like that whole thing of when you've got digital things, you also save it on your hard drive, you mm-hmm. save it on an external hard drive, you put it in the cloud, save it in several places. Right. If they allow you to take your laptop in, then you can just do it right there on mm-hmm. your laptop. But if they don't, yeah. then you need to make sure you have paper ready right. to go in case. Right. Um, and always record what's not there. Recording what's there and is just as important as recording what's not there. Right. Because you don't want to say, oh, well, I never got this. So I need to go back and look for that. Well, you already did, and it wasn't there. Right. Because either the record set's not there, they, you know, it, it's just not in that location. So make sure you record what you don't find. Mm-hmm. And same thing, you check the marriage book B, 
which covers these dates and there was no marriage there. Make sure you record that information. So right. you're not going back and looking for the same stuff over and over again. Might have to write yourself a little note that says, do not go back to this place. You have already <laughs> looked for this. Right. <laughs> so, and a good place to start is um, looking at the Red Book, for instance, mm-hmm. and knowing, because that will tell you if there's any burned records or any destroyed records in that county, what you can expect from when you go to that county. Yes. Um, so that's a good place to look. And then sometimes, um, like I've been to a courthouse and they give you a a sheet and it says, this is what we have. This is what the state archives have. Mm -hmm. And this is what the library has, which was wonderful because, you know, and there's overlap, but you knew exactly where to go, what what to get. So that was really, really nice. Um, and make sure you write down the title of all of your, of the data sets. So again, if you're looking at death records from Medina County, Ohio, from, 1870 to 1882 make sure you write down those dates so you have exactly you know exactly what that record set was that you were looking into because you're not going to find the death certificate from 1890 there obviously so you know what record set is there so all right so what else are we going to do so, writing, after, yes, we're going to write up what we found. Mm-hmm. You've got yes. all this research done. You've got all your record logs going, and now you need to write up what you've mm-hmm. what you've done. And I'm going to encourage everyone to abstract all the documents that they find because it really helps you focus on the information, all the information that is in mm-hmm. that document. So, abstracting means you're reading it and you're writing down. Um, the important information you're 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 writing down the names the dates the relationships that are mentioned um who the who land is being transferred to if it's a a deed um the date that it was the date the will was created the date that it was probated who's listed in the will who's right everybody who's listed the witnesses because those are important the bondsman in a marriage um bond um or a, a probate bond, you know, all of those things so that those things pop out at you. And Amy, you suggest doing that right when you find the document. Right. If possible. Yeah, absolutely. If you have time. Absolutely. But if you're on a tight schedule for a research trip, that might be something mm-hmm. you would do on the plane trip home or something like right. that or in right. the car while somebody else is driving. Or exactly. Whatever. And the reason that I say, if you can do it right then and there, if, if they, if they allow you to bring your laptop in or, you know, and you can, or just write down because when you're there, you can say, okay, wait, I don't recognize this name or this name might be important. Or I know that he married his second wife with so-and-so you might, this might lead you to some other documents mm-hmm. that you can lo- locate while you're there. While so if there. you just yeah. make her copies, like I need to copy this, copy this, and then you don't do anything until you, you go home, you may have missed some clues. <clears throat> Good point. So, um, I would encourage you to abstract them all. And again, <clears throat> Penny and I are always encouraging everyone to write up their research. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, if it's not written up, no one is going to know that you did the research. Exactly. And at some point in time, we're not going to be here anymore. And what's going to happen to our research? If it's already written up, then if our children or grandchildren don't want it, then they might be able to donate it someplace and it would be a useful document. Right. Because somebody else somewhere is going to be doing research and they would be appreciative that (laughs) someone has already done this physical trip and, and got these documents. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and oftentimes people are, our relatives are interested, but they don't want to see the documents. They don't mean it. If you just present documents, it doesn't mean much, right. but if you have it written up in a very um, concise way, 
it makes more sense to to someone who just has a, a general interest right. or a casual interest in the family. So exactly. um, you can share that with them much much easily, much easier. And always cite your sources. Writ- writing it up without citing your sources is meaningless. Mm-hmm. Because somebody's always going to say, "Well, how do you know that? Prove right. it." Right, and then you ha- can't remember where you got that information. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or no one else. If somebody else picks it up, they're not going to know where you got the information. So right. if I see an unsighted document, I mean, I'll read through it, but it doesn't mean a lot to me. Right. And obviously, we would encourage you to write the citations correctly. Yes. <laughs> according to, you know, genealogical standards. But if you're not going to do that, if you're just, if that takes too much time, it's it's not a fun thing. It's, you know, it, it takes it's a little not. bit of time. So. Yeah. Get something down. Get something down that will lead someone or yourself back to those documents without a big struggle. Um, we were talking about this earlier. I've got, um, I was lucky enough to get a lot of documents from the village in France where my grandmother is from, from mm-hmm. the archivist there. He sent me um, digital copies of them, so they're wonderful. They're all in French. I can't read them. I'm going to struggle with that for a little while. But... I don't know what book they're from. I don't know what volume they're from. I, I don't know any of that stuff because mm-hmm. he did not send that. Mm-hmm. So my citation is basically they are from the records and archivist um, and then his name, the location of the books, you mm-hmm. know, they're in the town hall and the date that he gave them to me. Mm-hmm. And um, he did link me to some website things and I, I made sure I had the websites listed right. as well. Right. So, I mean, that's the best I can do without mm-hmm. asking him back. Oh, hey. And I hate, you know, I almost hate to ask that, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, can you now go back to mm-hmm. all these 40 documents and tell me exactly what book <laughs> they're in? Because my thought is, I'm not sure how many in our family are really going to want to go back there and dig up those books. If I've got a picture of the document and I know where they are and I've listed that, I think for my family and their interests, that's, that's probably good. If you, however, if you were going to publish it, if I was, I would have, have to go have back and ask him. Yeah, yes. exactly. So, yeah, but, and I think, um, my mom wants to do a little book with the pictures that we have from France, mm-hmm. the, the older ones that my grandmother had, not mm-hmm. ones we took on a mm-hmm. trip, um, and these documents and try to make a, mm-hmm. a book for everyone in the mm-hmm. family. I don't think my family is going to want all the citations. Mm-hmm. I will put in where I got the documents from, of course, and where the pictures are yeah. from and things like that. Right. But. They don't right. need to be exact for yeah. that and who, particular and, purpose. Right. And even with photographs, it's important to mm-hmm. say um, where the photo came from, who owns the photo right. at the time that you're writing it up, yes, and where they're located. So that when someone sees it later on, they'll know. Right. Okay, well, if that person is deceased, maybe I need to contact their children. Kids, yeah, right. their kids because they may, they may have it now. exactly mm-hmm. right. So absolutely. Um, and then we also need to make sure that we thank the staff at these different yes. repositories. For instance, in your case, um, this nice gentleman at the yes. town hall in France yes. sent you all these documents. What did right. you do in return? So I asked him, you know, if I could make a donation mm-hmm. to something or mm-hmm. his favorite charity. You know, what could I do? And he said, um, no, absolutely not. This mm-hmm. is all free. This is part of my job. But um, if I had any photos or mm-hmm. letters mm-hmm. and I was like well we do mm-hmm. so he wanted them uh, at a certain pixel for his archives mm-hmm. um, and you had a scanner for that absolutely so went over to Amy's house scanned about 20 pictures that my grandmother had some we knew who they were and mm-hmm. some we did not but they were all taken in that village mm-hmm. 
and um, sent those back to him. And I had some letters as well that I sent so that he could put those in the archives. So they mm-hmm. will be there for others if anyone else is absolutely. doing any research. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. And um, I had made an appointment in, uh, I did some uh, research in Virginia last year, and I made an appointment at a repository to speak to one of the people on the staff. Mm-hmm. And they spent almost an entire day with me just nice. going through all the records they had on this particular family. So at the end of the day, they charged for copies. And so then I just mm-hmm. rounded I, I, you know, up and I gave them, um, you know, a, a, donation a donation because sure. for the time that they spent with me. So, yeah. um, I mean, I rounded it way up, yeah. but you know, yeah, because right. it's, um, you know, it is their job and they are, some of them are paid, some of them are not, right. you know, some of them are volunteers, but, yeah. um, you want to make sure that that repository, especially if they're taking that time to help you, um, continues to function. Absolutely. So, and that takes money. So, and sometimes just a thank you note that you could mail back, you know, yeah, as a matter of fact, you're right. they asked me to write, um, just a little, um, a little letter that they can maybe quote in some of their, you oh, know, on, online or whatever later sure. on. So yeah, absolutely. That helps too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. Uh, because, or they can use the thank you notes for grants that they're writing to show how they're, how yes. they are yes. supporting um, the community and the public with the work that they do. So those, yes. those thank yous can be used um, as support for grant money too. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping that on our research trip out there, when we go to Hancock County, we can hit the library with my librarian friend who has helped oh, us out so immensely. Nice. Yes. And I would love to meet him in yeah, person. Yeah, I think that absolutely. would be kind of fun. All right. So we might have to take, uh, I don't know, cupcakes or something. Right. <laughs> right. We'll take something to him for a yeah, big thank very you nice. over the years. Yeah. And is it the Findlay Library? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, very nice. Yeah, so that would be exciting. All right, so we hope that you've uh, made some notes and that you're planning a research trip either to the next county or to um, another location, um, whether it be in the United States, Europe. Um, but be prepared because make the most of the opportunity that you have. Um, there's so much online now, but there's so much that's not online that we still do have to do that um, yes. on-site research. So Yes. And the last thing I want to mention before we go is, and I know I've posted about it, um, Nathan Dylan Goodwin's latest book is out. And, you know, we love that series. Um, so we encourage you. I've got a link to it on our website. If you have... Um, this is Morton Farrier? Yes, the new the Morton, Morton Farrier, Farrier series. We love book. it. We and love his it. latest one is out. I want to give the right name. Um, but we don't have the book yet. We don't have the book yet. So, but please, it's going to be amazing no matter what. And it's... So we're excited to read that and then give you our thoughts and comments. And we'll also uh, we'll post about it on, on our website, on our blog, or Penny will post it on the blog because I don't do that stuff. Oh, so. The Wicked Trade. The Wicked Trade. I knew it was The Wicked Something, and I didn't want to say mm. it incorrectly because I don't have the book in front of me. But um, really looking forward to that. And if you haven't read those that series, it's such a good series, and it really gets you into... Um, a research mode because the way uh, his mm-hmm. character does the research, mm-hmm. you're like, how could you do that? Mm-hmm. I could order these documents. Mm-hmm. They don't come as fast as we talked about that before. His documents yes. come pretty quick. His documents come. <laughs> <laughs> his ancestry DNA just pops up like that. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, but the yeah. Wicked Trade is out. We have a link to it on our website. And we can um, hardly wait to get our hands on that book. So yes. Looking forward to it. Yes. So All right. Enjoy that. So until next time. Until Ohio. Until Ohio. And we'll be posting our trip on Facebook. Oh, cool. Are we? Yes. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening. 
please email us with any questions or comments at genealogyhappyhour at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.genealogyhappyhour.com, for additional resources, books, and wines. Don't forget to drink responsibly and never drink around genealogical documents.